And welcome! You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, when Monkey kills a girl and her elderly parents, Trippy Taka is left with no choice but to punish him and send him back to his home, the Mountain of Fruit and Flowers. No one believes Monkey's story that the people he killed were red, blue and yellow demons, disguised as humans. When the pilgrims later discover that Monkey was indeed telling the truth, Tripitaka finds himself in grave danger and wishes he'd never denied the demon's existence. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me your host, JP. And welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast, episode 6, Even Monsters Can Be People. Reminder, this review will be spoiler heavy, so if you have not seen the episode, I would refer you to go and watch it, then come back and listen. So we open this week's episode with the narrator saying the pilgrims are on the way to fetch the Buddha's scriptures back to legendary China. Evil opposes their holy mission. Evil must have good to feed upon. Monkey scouts ahead, but evil may be too close to be seen from height. Each life has its way, each way is a journey, and to leap to its end is like jumping from birth to death. Okay, what's in store? Well, what appealed to me immediately was Sandy is already bored, right? They're only they're only six episodes in, and he's going, "Oh God, look all this way to go to India to get these flipping scriptures." Most surprisingly, though, there's a little bit of a hint that Trippy Taka is a bit bored as well, which is cheeky because Trippy Taka is on a horse. Anyway, the episode opens where a girl in red robes appears out of nowhere and asks, Is any one of you two gentlemen by any chance holy Tripitaka? Like, I mean, how does she know? Like, the <laughs> she, how has she even heard of them? Like, this was, of course, in the days before the internet. You couldn't just Google Tripitaka. And it's not as if, you know, there was newspapers or anything like that, so... How has she ever heard of him? Is either of you gentlemen by any chance a holy Tripitaka? Yes, I'm named Tripitaka, though hardly to be called holy. You know the sacred words, what the Sakyamuni Buddha said. Honor the man who is awake and shows you the way. And that's why the people of our village have sent me. With this, they ask you to accept this food. Oh, is that food you've got in those pots there? Yes. Wait. She's not a girl. Nonsense. She's got food for us. 
But Monkey is wise to this, right? So he's probably a bit more what we call street smart than the others. He thinks, hang on, this is not a girl. This, you know, basically must be a demon, right? A demon! I knew it! Defend yourself, you monster! Uh, and sure enough, it is. It's a male demon with horns. Monkey, seeing that it is a demon, kills it. Which both Sandy and Trippy Taka, because they can only see it as a girl, are, like, are absolutely disgusted with. And it's just a disguise that for some reason, Sandy and Trippy Taka, perhaps being less worldly wise, cannot see. But Monkey can. Monkey, you are so evil. Monkey kills the girl and is reprimanded by Sandy and Tripitaka for doing so. Although the reality is that, that she is not dead. She's only feigned the death because, as Monkey correctly could see, she wasn't a girl at all. She was a red demon. There are three demons. The red one, who Monkey had attacked, thought he had killed, and got the got it in the neck from Tripitaka and Sandy for doing so, but is actually not dead. Plus two others, a blue one and a yellow one. They all look the same, but they're obviously they're red, blue and yellow. Uh, the blue and the yellow one are watching... She's dead! You, you killed an innocent girl! <laughs> now there's more of everything for us. Red Brother won't need his share. <laughs> it's like a crystal ball. You can see all the events there. So it's like they're preempting what the 21st century would be like with constant access to television or the internet. It's all, it made me almost think a wee bit like the 24 rolling news agenda. They're just glued to it. <laughs> I don't know if it's on cable or like Foxtel or something like that, but they've got they've got a live feed of what's going on with uh, Monkey, Tripitaka, etc. and the, the Red Demon. And they're already thinking, hang on, if Red's down and maybe dead, does that mean... You know, the the prizes that they're after, all of a sudden it's just 50-50 as opposed to 33% each. So, you know, it's probably all this stuff's going through their mind. There's no honour amongst demons, I think, is the, the message there. So, what was the episode about? I, I don't know if the colours are just purely coincidental but like it's blue red and yellow so blue could be the conservative party labor it would be the red demon and the yellow would be the liberal democrats well let's come back to that anyway so monkey is is effectively saying to tripitaka it was an illusion stop giving me grief but Tripitaka's hearing nothing of it and is giving him the old headache sutra. No sign of 
Pigsy so far, so not really sure what's been going on with him because you'd sort of think he would be a wee bit more au fait with spotting demons. But uh, I, I think Monkey's feeling a little bit put upon. Why, why are you giving me this hard time when I can see things and protecting you and you can't? We have the narrator jumping in saying, What created the demons? A good man may suffer, said the Buddha, until his goodness flowers. Cause of all suffering is desire. And even to desire, not to desire, is still to be caught in the wheel. Youthful folly wanted to believe monkey, but could not. Take two from the demons. The blue demon's going to have a crack now. Sunday, that old lady you don't think she could possibly be the dead girl's mother. And he's, he appears as a haggard old lady with a walking stick. Where, where is my daughter? Sort of making it out that the, the previous person was uh, the one that Monkey thought he killed. That was her daughter. Sure enough, same trick again. Monkey can see straight through it, but the others can't. With, with a similar outcome. This is too much for Tripitaka who says, how dare you kill an old lady? I'm going to banish you from my service. Monkeys, no, no, these were demons. So then we, we, we cut back to the demons again, the three demons in the cave, and they're, they're clear that the, the, the guy that they need to stop here is Monkey, because the rest of them are they're basically they're bears, right? So... But monkey can see right through them, so it's quite it's quite clear that the the demons themselves, well, they, they like getting plastered. They're getting torn into the the wine, right? I didn't imagine that demons drunk alcohol, but clearly they do. And like the the one of the the blue ones getting really scathing with the servant who likes dropping some wine. Like don't get too touchy about a few drops of wine getting spilled. But anyway. It is what it is. So the yellow demon is now going to have a shot, right? So the red one has failed. The blue one has failed. Is it now time for the Liberal Democrats? So the yellow demon appears as an old man in clothes, old rags. And he's, well, here you go. As you might think, he's looking for his missing wife and daughter. Well, surprise, surprise. Monkey's right on a case. A yellow one! And similar outcome as before. Monkey has dispatched. And then Pixie, for the first time, jumps in for, for this episode, saying, three killings in one day. Is that some type of record for you? Sandy jumps in as well. Yeah, like, Monkey, you're the monster here. And sure enough, Tripitaka agrees. Monkey is sacked. Please return to your land of fruit and flowers. We want you out of the service. There's your P45 monkey. And he can't believe it. But Tripitaka is hearing nothing of it. You seem unable to behave and so... Oh, but no! You wouldn't send me there. No, I know you really wouldn't. Home to your kingdom of fruit and flowers. <laughs> uh, I'm not arguing. You must go now. No! All right, I'll go. Why, you can't see reason. All right, then see if I care. And is banished. 
Right, I'm saving yous, and you can't see it. Fine, I'm out of here. And he flies back to his kingdom, where he receives a terrific welcome. Ah, King Monkey is back. King Monkey is back. And the pilgrims continue, where they, uh, they encounter a child whose name is Sweetie. They return the child to the mother and, uh, and stay in this, this village. And it turns out that the yellow demon lives in this village, but he has a disguise as a man. So he's married to this, a woman, and this is, this is his kid. So the, the yellow demon is different from the blue and the red in that he's got a wife and kid. So he's only a demon for, like, you know, like he's nine to five, basically. Whereas the, the blue and the, the red ones are they're pretty much full-time demons. It is somewhat paradoxical that this woman has married a demon, but, you know, they normally say women like bad boys. So maybe that's what's behind that. But she is horrified that Tripitaka could be, you know, in, in great danger. And, and there's a sort of there's a sort of assumption that the yellow demon's saying it's only Tripitaka's nightmares that's created him in the first place. Now, when I mean, we get that, it sounds a wee bit like victim blaming. But uh, anyway, so, but they're, they're in danger now because... Tripitaka can now see, ah, I probably really shouldn't have sent Monkey away because I'm now I'm in the clutches of this yellow demon. Very true. The yellow demon obviously spends a wee bit of his time working from home, so he's having breakfast the next day. And once he's finished his breakfast, yep, sure enough, Tripitaka is captured. It's sort of his own fault, right? If he'd only just listened to Monkey at the start, it would have been fine. Monkey, meanwhile, back in his kingdom, he's just rapping on the table, right? Effectively, he's bored. Sometimes it all seems like a dream. Is this a dream world? If it is, I'm as real as anyone else. I'm a great king. Do I want power? I have it. Immortality, I have it. Wisdom? What is it? I have everything I desire, so why do I feel so empty? That's, that's what I got. I remember that when I was a kid. He was like, he went back to his homeland. But you know, when you're, you're on a big journey and you go home and you're like, you get those holiday blues when you come home, you're like, that's pretty boring now, right? Maybe there's nothing on the TV, or he's no, he's no paid for cable, or I don't know. Unlike the demons, right? Not adequately explained, but somehow Sandy makes the journey to try and talk Monkey back round. He's worked out that. The woman has married this demon and they've had a kid and blah de blah and uh, can we can we please get some help here? 
Back in the cave, meanwhile, the three demons are having a conference, sort of like the big three, you know, Yalta at the end of the Second World War, where they're maybe kind of discussing, okay, we've got Cold Tripitaka, but what's who's getting what bits? And you kind of get the feeling that the demons are not, they're, they're not really allies, they're sort of more, you know, adversaries who are kind of being tolerating each other. I wondered, could that be an allegory for the dangers of proportional representation? In other words, they're pretending to get on, but really, they've all got their own agendas. I think that's maybe what that was. And initially, Monkey is happy to see Sandy. You know, there's a bit of contrition. Yeah, you were right, we were wrong, but... But there's no getting away from it. Monkey is in a huff. With good reason too. But he does eventually come good. The red and the blue demons meanwhile are asking the yellow to hand over Tripitaka. And it kind of gets to the stage where it becomes yellow versus red and blue. So I think there's a metaphor there for the first past the post voting system. Where... Really, red and blue have got the the inbuilt advantage. Yellow, unfortunately, is wanting proportional representation, but it's it's frankly it's they're not going to go for it because they're they're against that. A fight then ensues because Monkey does eventually change his mind, comes back and helps them, and with the help of Pigsy and Sandy, defeat the three demons and the yellow demon himself. You have a wife and child. Isn't that enough for you, enough, my enough. husband? Enough. I want to be truly human. Oh. We end this, this the show with him lying on the ground, where he confesses he realised that because he had a daughter, he wasn't as evil as the other ones, and everyone has a little cry that tragedy has happened, but. Ultimately, the, the pilgrims are, are able to go. I feel a wee bit sorry for the, the daughter, like Sweetie, because her she's now missing her father, right? Even though he was a demon, right? So the themes this week, constructive dismissal, or at least effectively being sanctioned for things that you've not done wrong. With this, we find Monkey this week. He is protecting his colleagues because he can see the danger that the three demons, the red, blue and yellow demons, are presenting to them. It's not his fault that his compatriots cannot recognise that they are demons. And they think he's killing people. He's not. So I'm sort of sympathetic with Monkey when eventually they come round to his point of view that he's gone, well, listen, I told you. This was something that could have been avoided with the proper HR procedures in place. There was no opportunity for Monkey to defend his case. And, and really, that's what it needed. It needed some kind of tribunal. But no, it's just Tripitaka... Headache Sutra, back to your mountain of fruit and flowers. Oh, and by the way, 
leave a forwarding address because Sandy's going to be coming and getting the rest of the episode. Unbelievable. The other thing that's clear from this week's story, the yellow demon. He's the one that's got the day job. He's got the wife and kid. It yet again brings to our attention the universal truth that women love bad boys. Doesn't they? This woman has voluntarily hooked up with a yellow demon and she's had a kid with him. It's not just a phase. She has had a kid with him. And that she seems to be estranged with her family, the so-called King of Kings. And it's it's one of those things, so she's got a bit of shame there. Father, he thinks I'm dead. I ran away with a demon. At that time, I didn't know what he was. And since, how could I tell him I had a daughter by a demon? But the time has come when I must. And so I will. And this yellow demon himself, he's like, he's on a path, a trajectory to becoming human, perhaps. But he's still a demon, right? Original Transmissions UK, this was on the 11th of January 1980 In Japan, the 5th of November 1979 And in Australia, the 12th of May 1981 With the demons defeated And the yellow demon mortally injured He finds solace That he leaves behind him a daughter who will be brought up to be good. So it sort of ends on a decent note. Even though he was a baddie, everyone can have a bit of redemption, right? And then we have the narrator jumping in to tell us There will be other demons on the way. No one is without them. The greatest sage is not without his evil. He has mastered it. The pilgrims are farewelled by the princess and sweetie. And Tripitaka tells, right, let's get on our way. Not really too much. We're sorry, monkey. But it's sort of left unsaid. And we close with the fantastic words. Tripitaka never made his mistake again to let his demons imprison him because he had denied them. You are only the master, said the Buddha, as even Mungi discovered. To straighten out the crooked, we must first do a more difficult thing. You must straighten yourself. Join us next week for episode 7, The Beginning of Wisdom. listening to the monkey magic podcast 
an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at monkeymagicpodcast at gmail.com My name is JP. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 